I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. Hello and welcome to the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to visit futureself.com where you can get the one-page Future Self checklist as well as the full Future Self course and other amazing goodies. All of these are free at futureself.com. All you have to do is put your email in. You'll get an email with a bunch of amazing goodies, the one-page Future Self checklist, the full Future Self course, which will change your life, and other things such as the Peak State checklist and my ebook Slipstream Time Hacking, futureself.com. Let's go ahead and jump into this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. Warner Earhart said that all change is linguistic. It's so simple yet so true that all transformation, all change is linguistic. It's language. It's how you speak because what you say determines the future that you're creating. In The Three Laws of Performance by Dr. David Logan, he talks about how we all have what he calls a default future. It's a future that we're driving for no matter what we want. It's not the future that we want or it's not the future we hope for. It's the default future that we're creating. And you can know what that default future is by simply listening to the language you use. Your words shape your perspective, which shape your behavior, which shapes the future that you create. In the book, The Magic of Thinking Big, Dr. David Schwartz said that you're either speaking castles into existence or you're speaking yourself into the grave. And I would say as a majority, if you listen to people's language, most people's language is descriptive of the present, not generative about the future. Dr. David Logan's talks about generative language, which is language that shapes the future. If you listen to any visionary or any leader, they talk about the future that they're creating. Even recently in an interview with Elon Musk, he talks about the importance of having a positive future, which you are creating and that the future is going to be great. The future can be bright. People who understand that the future is shaped by the language you use understand the importance of using generative or more future-based, more creative language. Even in the book, Tiny Habits, by Dr. B.J. Fogg, he, he has a, a small habit he calls the Maui habit, which is that as soon as your feet get out of bed, because every day you get out of bed, as soon as your feet hit the floor, this is the idea of habit stacking. As soon as your feet hit the floor, you say, it's going to be a great day. That's what he calls the Maui habit. And that's using generative language because thoughts and language create momentum. As people, we are momentum-based beings. Really, back to David Schwartz, you're either speaking castles into existence or you're speaking yourself into the grave. If I was to follow you around for a full day and just listen to your words, I would know exactly what your default future is. Now, the only way you transform that default future is first off, you start imagining a different future and then you start speaking that future into existence. You start talking about that future. A few things happen when you start talking about what you want. Number one, you transform your identity because your identity literally is the story you tell about yourself. Your identity is what you're most committed to. And if you start telling people about a new future, if you start owning a new future, and also if you start believing that that future is yours, part of believing the future that you want is to start talking about it. You start talking about it. And once you start talking about it, then your behavior starts following. There's a great quote, watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habits. It's not enough to just think about the future you want. You got to write about it. 
language is so powerful in written form, writing about the writing about the future you want, but then talking about it. Once you start talking about it, not in a nervous way, but with conviction, with acceptance, rather than being afraid to talk about the future you want to create, start talking about the future. Watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. And so the language you use not only is a reflection of the future you're creating, but it's a reflection of the identity you have. And once you start using generative or future-based language, language about the future you want, you will start to have that identity. Another thing that happens is that language shapes your perspective. This goes back to the idea that your perception shapes your behavior and your behavior shapes your results, but it's the language that shapes the perception. In the book, The Three Laws of Performance, they talk about Helen Keller and about how she was deaf and blind, but once she learned to braille, in other words, once she started to have language, she began to feel human because with language comes thoughts. And with language comes models or perspectives of reality. And with language, she actually began to have a past, a present, and a future. So she said once she actually developed a language, she became a human. And she was able to actually think and see. And so your language shapes your perspective. It shapes your view of the reality. It shapes your view of the world. But it also shapes what you see. This is why when it comes to clarifying your future self... There's a concept called auto-suggestion, which is basically using affirmations to speak into existence the future you want. Speaking exactly the future you want as though it is already yours. As the quote from Florence Shin said, faith knows it has already received and acts accordingly. So you want to use your language to shape your perspective. You speak with affirmative about the future you want as though it's already yours, and then that changes your perspective. Auto-suggestion changes what you see. In psychology, they call it selective attention. That's why whenever you start to even think about and start to voice maybe that you want a new car, you'll start to see that car everywhere. Or you'll start to notice things on the internet because you're now thinking about it and talking about it. And so now your subjective attention or your selective attention starts to see it. William James, the father of American psychology, said that there are millions of things going on in the world around you which you never pay attention to. You never notice. Why? Because they're not important to you. Your experience is whatever you pay attention to. And what you pay attention to is what you're actively thinking about and talking about. And so as you start talking about certain things and using affirmative language towards certain things, you're going to actually start to see them everywhere. And you're going to start to generate pathways towards getting there. This is a big aspect of committing to your future self and actually starting to speak of your future self is that as you start speaking of your future self and your identity becomes immersed in that future and as you start getting committed, then you will start to see unique ways of getting there which were blind to you before but which were there all along. That concept is called inattentional blindness, that all around you are pathways and opportunities that are beyond, beyond anything you could ever imagine, but you can't see them because you're not, you're not committed to them. It's the idea that there are millions of gold coins all around you, but you're too busy focused on and looking for the bronze coins. There's another thing that's going to happen here and that it's going to change your behavior. As you start using more future-based language, more generative language, all transformation is linguistic. And so as you start speaking of the future you want, speaking castles into existence, being more bold and more affirmative and more powerful in your language, your behavior will change. This is what Dr. Robert Cialdini would call the principle of consistency. And it literally melds all of these ideas together. That as human beings, we have an innate desire to be consistent. We want our words, our identity, and our actions to be consistent with each other. And so whenever you say something, you then rearrange your identity to fit what you've said. And then you fit your behavior to fit your identity and your language. And so your language, your identity, and your behavior are all striving desperately to be in, in alignment with each other. 
And so obviously, if you start speaking of the future you want and speaking it with acceptance and commitment, then you will start to get committed because your identity is the language you tell. You'll start to see it more from a selective attention standpoint. And you'll start to act in alignment with your behavior because as people, we want to be consistent with what we've said. And also, as you start being more and more consistent with what you say, as you start speaking about what you will do, as you start making commitments about your future self and as you start speaking your future self into existence, as you start speaking castles into existence, and by the way, there's no end to the possibilities of this. You can stretch it out as far as you want. You can start imagining and creating very powerful realities and then finding pathways to getting there. And if you're committed, you will find a way. As the saying goes, the universe conspires to make it happen once you've made a decision. And so once you've made that decision and you start to speak about it, you will start to find ways to get it. Your behavior will follow your words and your actions and your identity, and you will find amazing ways to getting what you want. This is the simple reason why all transformation is linguistic and that the, you, the words you use are very powerful, very important. My invitation to you is to be very thoughtful about the language you use. As a parent of six kids, I can openly admit that words have left my mouth that I wish I could take back, which have been very damaging and destructive to my own kids. But also you can, you can use new words to heal old hurts. And it's so much more powerful to use generative language, future-based language, even for my kids, to talk about the amazing things that they're already doing um, and to help them start to develop a vision for their own future selves and to affirm all the progress that they've already made. You can actually also use generative language about your past. You can always transform the meaning of your past. Your past is simply a story as well. And Dan Sullivan and I actually wrote a book called The Gap and the Gain, which is all about turning every experience in your life into a gain, about being in the gain about your own past, seeing your own growth, your own transformation, your own progress. And the great part about the past is, is that it's always reconstructed in the present. And so because you're always reconstructing the past and the present, you're always reconstructing a new past based on your new perspective. And you can proactively morph, transform, and build a beautiful past by creating meaning, growth, and value choosing to see it from better perspectives. The more value you create in your experience, the more post-traumatic growth you have. And so maybe you look back at an experience that was hard and you transform that through better language, through a better story. You really think, what was the value I got out of that? Because I had that experience, how am I better, not bitter? What can I now do? What do I now know that I didn't have? You actually are the one who builds in value into the experiences. You don't find value, you create value. And I've found just an example that even through my hardest failures, I can create as much value from those experiences as I want. And then I can share a better, more powerful, more empowering story of my own past, a more proactive, not reactive story. So the language you use about your past and your future is what ultimately shapes your perspective of reality. And as you start affirming the future you want, your identity and your behavior will align with your words. You'll start to see the world differently and you can create a very different life for yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Your Future Self podcast. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy, author of Be Your Future Self Now. Be sure to go to futureself.com, put your email in, and get immediate access to all the goodies. The one-page Future Self cheat sheet, which I recommend you print and put somewhere close by so that you can reference it. The full Future Self course and other goodies, such as my Peak State Checklist, which has been downloaded almost a million times, and my ebook, Slipstream Time Hacking. Go to futureself.com, get those free goodies, and until next time, be your future self now. Talk to you soon.